Welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I'm joined by two guys that if they threw a party and invited everyone they knew, they would see that the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say the Eagles are going to the goddamn playoffs. What's up, Gene and Nico? <laughs> and there goes what's Gene. going on nico how are you man oh man it's good to be back it's good to be back it's a pleasure yeah um, honor hell of a thrilled. week for you to hop back in for that's for sure dude hell of a week man i'll tell you well, what who else is having hell of a week those people that fell on the jail and hurts the other day jeez <laughs> yeah we are we are definitely going to talk about that um, yeah. But this is the part of the show where Gene, if he had uh, proper connection issues, would remind you that you can find the show on Twitter at Potadelphia. So make sure you check that out. And that is obviously where we're going to start and sit for a majority of the show tonight. We're going to be talking a lot of Eagles. Um, Nico, going into this yeah. week, I know you're a very positive person. I try. You do, you do, and you're always you always want the best. You're always like hoping for the best. You're always looking for the best outcomes. You obviously wanted the Eagles to make the playoffs, right? I certainly did. I certainly did. I was definitely not one of those draft pick counting Eagles fans that are kind of you know maybe hoping for mediocrity or less than mediocrity to like stockpile the pick, you know, and get that thing a, a little bit higher in the first round, along with all the other picks that we've got. I was, you know, I go into every season hoping that we get into the playoffs, man. I want some January football. Yeah, I mean, those picks at the beginning, like the first at the quarter post of the of the season, they really started to look like three top ten picks. Yes, they definitely did. And now it's just it's kind of all fell apart because all of those teams really have gone on some serious winning streaks here and there. And uh, Carson Wentz keeps playing. Carson Wentz keeps playing. Carson Wentz keeps playing. Yep. Gene, are you with us, Gene? There he is. Whoa. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Can you, can you see me now? Yeah, I can see. We can yes. see. We can hear you. And we can find oh you on Twitter, God. at yeah. Producer Gene. Yeah, that's where I'll be. <laughs> Gene, did you want the Eagles to make the playoffs, or were you looking for uh, a better better draft uh, collateral? No, we did that last year. I was looking for them to make the playoffs. <laughs> it cost uh, Doug Peterson his job, so obviously I don't think anybody needs to be tanking for playoff positions anymore. Do you know anybody that was like, ah, I hope they lose? Um, honestly, like, no, I, I honestly don't think I know anybody that I would, uh, there was like a Dallas fan that wow. I ran into like at a store, but you know, and he was just talking shit, but I'll tell you what, who I feel bad for is all those people that were scooping up Dallas tickets on StubHub before the Washington game, thinking that me, that game was going to mean anything. And, uh, yeah, no, plenty of good seats available to go and see whoever is not on the COVID list for the Eagles next uh, on Saturday night. Yeah. Well, I hey, listen, like Dallas it's only has a five-day hold. Uh, yeah, Dallas has said they're starting their starters. Okay, great. I think that's and stupid. If we're, but, if we're going but, by but, current but CDC guidelines, our guys may very well be on the field of that yeah, list I mean, that was released today, those 12 players. I think I would start most of our, our players. I, I – I would hesitate to, to start Jalen Hurts simply because he has a lingering issue that I think could benefit from additional rest. Uh, I think that we 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 know that he he's still not a hundred percent from when he was out earlier in the year, and we do have 
a good backup quarterback that can go in there and still win the game. Uh, I also think that I would rest Boston Scott, and I certainly wouldn't play Miles Sanders. I don't think he's available anyway, although they were saying that he might be available for the first round of the playoffs. So your so your opinion is whatever, seven seeds good. Uh, I right. I don't really see the difference, but uh, a difference, but a big difference between seven and six. You're going to have to go on the road, and you're going to play a good team anyway. So you, you might as well have your best chance to win that game. Um, I, I'm not all for like benching everybody. I don't think you go out there with the practice squad, um, but I certainly think if it gets to halftime and that game is not consequent, you know, it's out of reach. Um, you let some guys get some reps that wouldn't necessarily get them um, and let some guys heal up. Uh, the, the only guy I re- – and honestly, if it was not for a lingering issue, I'd say that Jalen Hurts starts at least the first half. But um, we know he's got a problem with his legs, and if an extra week actually gives him some benefit. We saw him take a, you know have a couple weeks off in the middle of the season and come back, not really missing much of a beat. So I'm comfortable with – giving him the rest. And I really am worried about our running back situation. So if we have a couple of guys on the bench uh, or in the practice squad that could go in there, get carries, get hit and get, you know, get a, a feel for the game, get a feel for the speed of the game. Carry on Johnson, I think got picked up. He was with us in training camp. Didn't play last week, but he's is on the, on the, uh, on the bench now, give him those carries, let him get it, get up to speed for the game. Cause we might need one of those running backs. Um, in the first round of the playoffs. So give those guys some carries. Um, yeah, I mean, I you'd start your receivers. I don't think I'd bench Devontae Smith. I don't think I'd bench Dallas Goddard. I think I'd play everybody on defense that can go. Um, you know, and I try to win the game, but, you know, if it doesn't, if you don't, you, you don't. Um, I don't do anything stupid, you know, and I, I think I might play a sort of a vanilla. I, you know, I don't break out any of my uh, trick plays that I've been sitting on all year. Uh, on Saturday, I think I play a pretty third game of the uh, preseason playbook. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of trap plays up the middle and slants. You know, nothing nothing too fancy. Yeah, Tim jumping in here uh, with the game on Saturday night. Which, by the way, weird flex. Very weird flex. I don't know if that's like flexing to a better spot or flexing to a bad spot. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know that either. I, I think you would want a good game on Saturday night, but you think, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, two two and three are still undecided. Not even choosing an opponent. You want to sit people to get seven and not six. I mean, totally makes sense. I, I don't know if there's any logic to more reps at this point or uh, trying to knock off the notorious slow start that we've had over the last like three or four weeks that we've had to kind of dig out of holes or, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. To me, I would sit everyone. I feel like at seven, you're going to play Arizona and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Nico, you want to see, uh, you want to see all the backups in on Saturday? No, I don't, man. It's Saturday night and we're hosting Dallas in Philly in frigid temperatures. I want to see our starters. I want to see in good old fashioned NFC East, ass whooping of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but if we're speaking logically, which I rarely do, yes. <laughs> I mean you don't want to you don't want to win the right. battle just to lose the war, right? Right. That's of my course, feeling. Man. I can I can see I don't, the forest I, I, through the trees. And the forest is the last, I love, like so. we a euphemism show. Got it. Yeah. I don't think yeah. this is the last time we're gonna play Dallas this year. That's my bold take. Because we're gonna play in the first week of the playoffs. I, I think that uh, maybe if you know 
if we don't see them again, you know, in the NFC Championship game or something. Okay, all right. So let's run through the options. So who 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 are the potential opponent? Green Bay's got number one, right? Right. They're they're a lock for the. I think buy. we're looking at yeah, either we're in LA or we're in Arizona, or Dallas or Tampa. Tampa. Which I mean, Tampa, think- we only lost two by what six points. But I I actually don't think if we're the seven, we could go to Dallas because. I think that Arizona has the tiebreaker over them. I guess it would depend on if Arizona loses. And so the, uh, you think our best and Arizona, Arizona and the Rams play each other, so they sort of whichever whoever loses that is going to fall in the position in the ranking. Yeah, but we don't know, so it's like you know, right? We won't know. I mean, who we would you know. rather play? Who do you want to play? I want to play Tampa or Arizona. That would be my two picks. Nico, who do you want to play? I would probably go with Arizona or LA. I don't like Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't care what kind of drama is surrounding that team right now with Tampa Bay and everything that happened with AB. But, uh, you know, I just I don't want to face Tom Brady if I don't have to. I'd rather go up against a slightly turnover-prone Matthew Stafford. Or, um, yeah. well, we all know. Yeah, he's been coughing it up how, lately. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I just think the matchup's a little bit more favorable for us. You know, to go back and play, play Zach Ertz? Yeah, why not? For, yeah, for old fine, times, I guess. For old times' sake, I personally would like to see them play Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea. Of I just want to go down there and just like mess around and see what happens. Like, go down there, fuck around, and find out. Is there any chance that we could have like a uh, an interception run back by somebody with the last name Barber? Not unless we sign mm-hmm. them this week. Hey, or What's maybe Ronde your Barber is available. Gene, your hair looks great tonight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, Amanda doesn't strike me as the defensive back type, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, I have you no brought idea up, that. You brought up Gardner Minshew. I actually didn't see this report until like the other day, but did you know he like went into Sirianni's office and said like, what do I got to do to get the starting job? He, he wants to be elevated from uh, assistant to the – Store manager to uh, assistant store manager. Is that what you're saying? Chris Mortensen said Sunday that Minshew went into Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni's office after the week 13 game and asked him man to man on what he needs to do to take the starting job from Jalen Hurts. That sounds like such a kiss up, <laughs> like student council kid thing to do. Like, Mrs. So- Mr. Sirianni, what do I need to do to get an A in your class? Can I do extra credit? I mean, look, you know, it's what my employees do on their performance reviews. What do I got to do to get a promotion? I mean, and that really you, happened. Is it? Really I don't know. Happened? Is it dick move or is it like okay? Well, you talked a, you talked a ton of shit before the season about competition, and everyone's competing for their job all the time. Like Sirianni said, I'm competing for my job. Well, he we're is. all competing for it. Competition's great. I mean, seriously, I think it's a really good quality to have in a guy who's your backup quarterback. I don't think you want a quarter a backup quarterback that comes in there whose uh, ideal situation is like, let me carry this clipboard a little longer. Um, I mean, it's a different, I think, way of carrying yourself than Nick Foles. I always sort of had this feeling that, you know, and you can't talk about a backup quarterback in this town without bringing up that guy's name. Um, you know, but he had a certain kind of like calm swagger about him that was just like um i'm ready 
and you know, you know that I'm ready. And I have when I put on this green jersey, magic things happen. Um, but I think that Minshew is a guy that you know has always probably been told um, because he doesn't have the strongest arm in the league. He's always probably been told, you know, on paper, you know, Gardner, you, you don't really necessarily have the edge here. And pretty much the only thing that he has is this like eye of the tiger sort of desire thing that's sort of his secret sauce and i think that uh you know if you listen to what i think it was urban meyer was saying when they when they traded him was like you don't you don't want to let a competitor like that go uh and i think that this is exactly what he was sort of you know saying is this is a guy who no matter what the situation is he is going to try and compete and he's going Nico, to try Nico, and i have a very end. important question for you i have a very important question for you i'm done no I, after after I read this quote, Nico, I have a very important question for you. Um, Gardner Minshew over the summer when they were talking about the competition with Trevor Lawrence, he was on um, Chris Long's podcast. And he said, I'll say Great this, podcast, man, in preparation too. for the competition, I haven't taken a shit in weeks because number <laughs> two is not an option. Number two is not an option for me. Oh, he's, he's nothing but a soundbite. Nico, but in the uh, in the annals of uh, Philadelphia sports mustaches, uh, where does Gardner Minshew uh, land? Oh, dude, he's not even on my radar right now. I, I, yeah. I to be honest with you, what have you what have you done for me ever? You you came in and you won one football game, and this whole Chris Mortensen thing, this is news to me right here live on this pipe. I love it. I, I had no here. idea that that happened. And to be honest with you, no offense, Gene, I think this is I think it's kind of a dick move. Yeah, great. You want to play. Of course we want players who want to play. But at the same time, we traded for you. We brought you in. You had to know the situation that you were coming into. Or, if anything, you have to know the situation that has developed over the course of the season. Jalen Hurts is our, is our starting quarterback. He's the leader of this team de facto because he is our starting quarterback. Whatever mojo he's created within the locker room, what, you're going to go and try to try to like circumnavigate and get around it and and do what do i have to do to win the starting quarterback job you know behind his back to the head coach get out of here you know your role stay in your role stay in your lane you'll end up somewhere else next year if you wish you know i just i think that's kind of a dick move where does his mustache fall in i i mean if you're gonna if if you want to have a prayer of holding up a mustache to 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 the level of say an Andy Reed or uh, the, fic <laughs> the fictional Apollo Creed handle boy. No, that was glorious. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's many, many, many more. You got Incavelia. Yeah. Michael Eat Jack. Michael Jack had a great Sal Fasano. Sal Fasano had a great stash. Oh guys, go back a little bit further. Go back a little bit further. Dickie Thon. Dickie Thon had a delightful mustache. <laughs> it was very like, it was a very Ted Lasso-esque. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole host of crustaches in that '80s Philly, on the that Philly's uh, '80s team. A whole the crustaches they don't for do crying it. out loud. Incavilia is the only one from that team that I would uh, from that '93 team that has the uh, like a like a Parthenon level stash for me. Yeah, Mike Schmidt's stash is iconic. That's an iconic Mike, Philly Mike stash. Schmidt. He still looks weird to me when I see him without it. That's you brought I'm up Andy Reid though. I you know I didn't even Andy consider any mustaches. Eagles on the the stash list. I used to have a song that I would sing about Andy Reid's mustache. Uh, really? Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to delight us? Yeah. Want to sing a couple Reed, 
Andy Reid, don't shave your mustache, please. <laughs> I would sing it all the time during Eagles games. It, it, it's it, very like uh, it's it was it's, a crowd it's like a hymnal to it. Like uh, yeah, it was. It was a it was a prayer. It was an own. It was a you know, kind of a a chant. <laughs> and a Gregorian chant. The Fra- yeah, the, no, the Franciscan monks. Ah, oh, I love it. All right. Uh, so Garner Minshew, we talked about. All right. So let's talk about the railing incident. Oh, it's delightful. You know, Jalen Hurts wrote a letter to the strongly worded email. It a strongly like. worded message. Are you bringing yeah. it up? Yeah, I, I have it here. Um, to whom it may concern. Yeah, very I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who it concerns. <laughs> Dear sir or madam. <laughs> Care of Washington football team. I like how he also kind of like gives himself some credit. Oh, lots of dap. Lots of yeah. dap for the through, through Through the initial shock, my first reaction was to assist those involved. However, while was, I though. displayed calm composure, I understand the severity of what happened and am extremely concerned for the well-being of the fans and the media. I mean, those guys snapped right Very up as soon as they saw uh, who was pulling them off the ground. They snapped right up. Their cameras were in their hands so fast trying to catch a selfie. I, oh, yeah, on. totally. Yeah, everybody was fine. That, that event was like legend. Like, we're going to be talking about that for Beautiful. as long as Jalen Hurts is the court. I mean, honestly could have gotten seriously hurt mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean there's like you know hundreds of pounds of flesh coming down from those uh from those Fat, stands. drunken philly flesh. Uh, disgusting the oh, yeah. sweaty Nasty. smelling like cheese steaks well maybe stale not in, beer maybe not in dc but yeah um well let me ask you guys is there ever has there ever been an athlete that you had ever hoped to fall on Oh man, I would have loved to have fallen on Charlie Manuel if he was still considered a ma- <laughs> an athlete by the time. I would have loved to fall in his lap. I think it's his birthday today. It is. Really? How old is he? Old? Over or under seventy two. <laughs> oh, over. It's got to be over seventy two. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Reggie White. It would have been nice to fall on top of Reggie White. That would have been a very Coca Cola moment. I think. I imagine that he would have like caught you with one arm and then like right, i would be like a, a young child yeah yeah caught you with one arm and then like offered you a bible and a i mean and a coke guy you know i'm not a big guy Tim what, comes through charlie, the clutch me falling into charlie manuel's lap wouldn't be a coca-cola moment i think uh, that would be tender and charlie year. 78 um oh thank you Tim. falling into charlie manuel would have broken charlie manuel's <laughs> hip yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> it would not have been a Coca-Cola moment. He seems very fragile. It would have been tender and dear. See, I see I take uh, it a different way. I think I would have uh I would have liked to fall into uh to Jonathan Papelbon and hopefully oh. <laughs> take him out Dude, of the Dude, I would uh, my elbow take him, would have liked to fall into his mouth. Get in get in like a cheap shot or something. Yep, there you go. God. Um yeah, but like the, it, what the heck kind of stadium do you have where that kind of thing happens? And it's, it it's not it like, it's not like an vet. old. Yeah, it's not like it. Well, I'm, when I'm wearing my vet T-shirt, but uh, I never heard of any of that stuff happening at the vet. You know what I mean? Like the vet yeah, was I a dump, I ever heard but, of but it was not. You know, it wasn't a dump that was trying to kill Philadelphia fans, unless they were killing each other. But so that doesn't what, count. What field is this anyway? Is this FedEx? FedEx field, field still? yeah. FedEx. It's still FedEx. Yeah, this is not RFK. 
No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is it's not no, like it's a new stadium. It's new. It's like late '90s or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's even. I think it's even newer than that, guys. Newer than that. But it is yeah. not. You know, it's not some. It's not like something that's a, like a throwback to the '70s or something. All right. I mean, something broke. Well, I mean, did they add too many extra seats or something? It looks like basically they know. were people being leaning held... on it too. It was much. like well, it like, looked like know. they were basically being held in there by. What like, are you gonna do? Of... You gonna go around every stadium and check the railing and see if four hundred fat people pushing against it's gonna knock it over or not? Yeah, I mean, like what... OSHA demands <laughs> that. You guys are dads. Part of the testing crew for that. You guys are dads. It looked like one of those things that you put on the side of your kid's bed to make sure that they don't roll out in the middle of the night. Can you imagine yeah. if there were 400-pound men going at those things? It yeah, it looked like a chair I turned around backwards. Exactly. And put up against the bed, yeah. Exactly. Really what they needed to do was hang a sign that said, you know, don't push on the railing. If they had put some signage up, then, you know, hey, what are you going to do? What what stadium or arena or, um, I don't know, facility in sports do you think should be condemned? Oh, that still exists. All right. Ooh. Um, can I can it can it be not for safety issues just because it's garish? Sure. I think you'll know where I'm going with that. Oh, you're gonna go Miami. Absolutely. That is the ugliest, yeah. ugliest thing I have ever seen. All baseball stadiums in the state of Florida. Oh god, because Tampa Bay's even worse. Yeah. Yeah, but uh this is Oakland A's. Yeah, that's that's not. Yeah, I was just gonna either. say the Oakland. That's a Coliseum, bad one, but that's like the last stadium where you still see the cutout for second base. Yeah. When a football team play, I mean, like no football team plays there anymore, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Dave, what about you? Is there a place that you want, you want rid of? I don't know. Lambo. Lambo. Oh man. You know how expensive <laughs> it is to get a seat at Lambo just for the regular season. My cousin <sighs> is a Steelers fan and he went out there to see the Steelers play. The I don't pack, know. Yeah. Packers. And you want to get a sit on a bleacher? Basically, yeah. I get that it's like, oh, you know, okay. It was like 500 bucks a seat for a regular season game. I'm not a Packers fan, so I'm not connected to, like, the history. And it's basically, like, in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, they deserve a nice facility up there. Yeah. It should be in Milwaukee, too. I, people are probably killing me about that. <laughs> All those Packers <laughs> Lambo. fans that are listening to Potadelphia. Yeah. Just blow up Lambo. Come on. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I mean... I will tell you the what is where do the Diamondbacks play Chase Field? Yeah, is it still Chase? Uh, yeah. I know it's the Bob, the Bob Bank, Bank One Ballpark. That's how. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think it's Chase Field now. I think it is. It's terrible. It's a terrible place to see a game. Really, I mean, I've always heard you know it's got that removable you know that roof that slides I, in and out. It looks. It, I mean, and maybe because like it was mostly empty when I went there, but it was. It's like dank and dark. And not cheery at all, and the pool in the outfield was just like kind of sad, and I don't know, it was just miserable. I, I I did not enjoy my my visit to uh, to Chase Field. Seems sort of. I mean, that would be not mysterious. great. Like of all the ones that I've been to, them and like this is horrible. That would be that would probably be the one. All the ones that I've been to that were terrible are gone. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, like the vet. Shay. Three rivers. That was my that was my answer this whole time that you guys are talking. I'm like racking my brain. I'm like I don't have anywhere other than Shea. Well, Shea was just a dust bowl. Shea almost but, killed yeah. me famously. 
that <laughs> what a great story have we told that story on the show more than we three probably times? i was gonna say we probably have we probably showed told it on episode one <laughs> it's the funniest thing I ever the last time i was at shea was the was was at a phillies game with the two of you guys and it was that probably our double uh, double double and our friend that will not be named that had a seven foot long ponytail. <laughs> never forget it. I will never. That was a fun day, though. I mean, like that was a fun day. Was we got to Yankee day. Stadium and, and Shea Stadium before double they, dip. Before they double closed dip. in the same day. That New York yeah. double dip. Um, it's amazing we weren't killed that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, the famous story that Gene was re- referencing, in case anyone's dying of curiosity, is we, we went to Shea Stadium. and um, Seventh inning stretch. The seventh inning stretch, the t-shirt cannon comes out. And, man, I have never seen a a shot so perfectly directed at someone as this t-shirt was hurtling towards Gene's face. I mean, I'm standing right next to him, and, I like, as soon as it comes out on the cannon, I'm like, Gene, that's you. It's going right for you. (laughs) And Gene, like, like, Rager-esque, puts his hands up. Ready to catch that sucker. I'm going to get lined up here. And then boom, right between the hands. Right through the like, palms. Boom. Knock he me. goes ass over tea kettle. <laughs> the seat. Literally ankles to the sky. And that doesn't get the t-shirt. <laughs> Some little Mets fan ran behind me, snagged the shirt, and basically kicked me on his way by. And after that, I started to get really worried about foul balls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good times. Beautiful, Gene. Beautiful. Um, All right. Where did we leave off with the the Eagles? So, uh, oh, by the way, a fan, uh, they they interviewed a fan um, who said after it happened, uh, the the staff there, so it was Andrew Collins, Eagles fan, says, Mm -hmm. quote, they didn't ask if anyone was hurt, and they sure as hell didn't ask if anybody needed medical attention. <laughs> the only thing the staff said to us was get the F off the field. <laughs> so and I can, they didn't I offer can you any, any Washington football team swag? Oh, yeah. No so we heard tickets, that no they're going to announce the new name um, next month. February 2nd, yep. Oh, are I they going to be the Washington like... Groundhogs? Groundhog Day, right? Wow, that's weird. What is it? It's between the Armada. I think I saw Red Hawks in there. I think I saw uh, Commanders, Presidents, Generals. Oh my God! Yeah, there's a there's a lot floating around there. I really have warmed up to football team. I actually have too. I think it's kind of cool. With with all with that list, I think I'd rather be unnamed. Yeah, the Washington Presidents, like what? Presidents, Generals, Commanders, Armada. There's Red Hawks. There's something else too with Red the Washington in it that I think Nows. is already trademarked. Yeah, Commandos. So. Commanders. Commanders. Oh, Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> Commandos. Oh. <laughs> would love Commando to see every those, day here. Would love to see uh, what those uniforms look like. Well, it's just <laughs> like it's just Schwarzenegger's profile with the with You're the gonna... uh, cigar in his mouth from Commando. Needs a couple extra pinstripes somewhere. I can't tell where. <laughs> are they going to Are they going to change like the whole the whole kit? Like it's going to be a whole different color scheme and everything. Like are they going to be no, same color scheme, red and so, gold? Still the burgundy their... and burgundy and gold. Huh? Burgundy and gold. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Red Hawks sounds like the best out of that. I thought they should be the war. Lot, we got too many that birds already. 
too many birds. Yeah, I think I thought that they were going to have something, you know, around pigs, hogs, that kind of yeah. thing. Because I know that pigs. that's like an adopted, adopted mascot. But um, or they could be yeah. the Washington Miss Piggies. That would be great. Wouldn't that be delightful? I mean, pre- the, the presidents and the generals and the, the all that stuff's all uh, like played out. Well, yeah. that sounds like those uh, NFL Europe names, you know, like those. I mean, you already have the Capitals. You got the Nationals. I mean, the Generals have been there like how many times? No, these are all just rumored names, obviously, or names that yeah. they were kicking around. But, uh, but yeah, what they should do go. is every year they should just like have a new corporate sponsorship. So then, like <laughs> next year, they could be like the Washington Subway, uh, you know, and then the year after that, they could be like the Washington Quiznos. Should all be sandwich related. All right. So, what's going on with Antonio Brown? <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of a fun story of the day. In a wild ass game, by the way. Yeah, that the 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 Tampa Bay Bucks almost lost to the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I mean, I work with a bunch of Jets fans, and it was hilarious Monday morning. Yeah, I bet you they were probably crowing a little bit because they almost beat beat the champ no i mean it's just like how do you lose that game but yeah. anyway what what is up with the i mean it, so is his career done would you take would you sign antonio brown next season you can usually get two or three good games out of him which <laughs> antonio brown has played his last snap in the nfl he's done drama i think he's do, done do we drama. know what what like sort of um started the outburst like you know it went from Something. this guy. This guy had been suspended because he was. Sh- if I'm if I'm remembering the story right, he was suspended for three games by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he was trying to pass off a fake vaccine card. Yeah, him and so a couple was, other guys on the team. So he was then suspended for three yeah. games, and then um, came back, had a decent game last week, uh, or the pr- prior week. Uh, and it's not like Tampa Bay doesn't need him. They have their two top receivers are banged up if they're back yeah. at all. Um, and Tom Brady, for some reason, like loves the guy. Like he will, he will always go to bat for him. He's loved him since they played together in New England briefly. And basically, he was the one that convinced them to give him a shot in Tampa Bay. Um, AB was but, living at his house. Yeah. Um, so you know that just goes to show you what kind of mentor Tom Brady is. Um, so then all of a sudden you, you, you see this sort of wacky outburst that, um, you know, I, I can't really think of anything comparable by an athlete um, in the middle of an NFL game. Um, and then the next thing you know, at the end of the game, you hear Bruce Arians come out and flat out say he's no longer a Buccaneer. Like that was the quickest I've seen somebody sort of, you know, run your own career into a ground that I've ever seen. And basically from what I understand is basically he ran out of the stadium with just his bottom half of his uniform on to a cop car and like hopped in a convinced like a, a Florida police get officer, like hopped in the cruiser um, to like take him to some place to pick up an Uber or something, or one of his buddies grabbed him. Um, the whole thing is totally insane. But the most insane thing of all to me is um some reporter was like, you know, what's the craziest outburst by a wide receiver, Terrell Owens or Antonio Brown, and sort of added them both on Twitter. And and Terrell Owens got on and was like, homie, you need to check your history if you're including me in this sort of nonsense. <laughs> but so when T.O. is saying, boy, you're off your rocker. Um, you're off your I f- rocker. I feel like you need to 
to to sort of uh, I mean, reevaluate what, things. Look, To is a great. I mean, like on the field, I mean, great teammate. I mean, that's what I'm I, saying. To would never have left a game in progress. Hell no. This is a guy that played the Super Bowl on a broken leg. He was not. He would never have left a, a game in progress. That's not To's mo. So, so have, you know, yeah. Uh, I have one more sort of interesting anecdotal story to talk about today. Um, Kurt Schilling has uh, has come out and said he will not go into the Hall of Fame if voted wearing a Phillies hat. Well, also he will the, not. He, he will I thought not. He, I thought he also mentioned another team in that breath. So, all right. Well, here, here's here, here's the quote. If you take Boston out of the picture, you look where I probably made the ascension. If you believe I'm a Hall of Famer, it was Arizona. I grew up there. I spent most of my life there, and I think that for two years, what Randy Johnson and I were and did has never ever been equaled in the game. So that was home. It was obviously Philadelphia or Arizona. If Boston is out. I don't think I was nearly as good in Philadelphia consistently. I was hurt a lot. I mean, it, I'd agree with that. It's it's not a bad argument. Um, I disagree that what him and Randy Johnson did for two years has never been equaled. Um, I think that you're probably comparable one-two pitchers that have had similar numbers to what Randy Johnson and – I'm not saying they weren't good, but I'm just saying it's not something that was historic in the sense that it was never duplicated. In the um, in the same conversation, do you guys think that? Do you guys think go. that if you are voted into the Hall of Fame, just pick whatever hat you want to wear? Ah, I found this hat. You do not get to pick your hat, which I think is a little ridiculous. Don't you, you really? can request? Uh, you can request uh, what hat you want to wear, but this is not necessarily what the Hall of Fame uh, will decide. Uh, I have a um, example here. Andre Dawson wanted to go into the Hall as a Chicago Cub. Right, and the hall put a Montreal's Expos hat on his plaque instead. Dawson said the decision was likely due to the fact that he spent ten years in Montreal uh, and only six in Chicago. I heard a similar thing about Wade Boggs, but to the opposite point. Whereas the hall was leaning towards sending him in as a Boston Red Sox, and he requested to go in as a Ray since he was the first member of the franchise that would have been eligible to go in as a Ray. Or Whatever Tampa, Tampa Bay still a red. They're not the they were they were the Devil Rays at that point. Now they're just the Rays. Oh, Gene, Gene, don't say Devil. Right. <laughs> Why did they drop um, the Devil? I think it uh, offended Satanists. Uh, I thought they wanted to get away from being the animal and being more to like. Uh, well, that's true. Oh, the logo yeah, the, like, then became more like yeah. a sunshine thing. Uh, maybe it was because they better. were they they didn't want the 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 uh, the the bad karma that came with like the whole Steve Irwin thing. Yeah, God, maybe. Boy, is that a, yeah. But also interesting to note, because I would think if I was the hall of fame and Kurt Schilling got inducted, it's Red Sox for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I I was going to say, I might put him in as a a bloody bloody sock on his hat instead of anything else. But in the same conversation, Schilling blasted the Red Sox ownership group, saying it's comprised of some very, very bad human beings. As such, he has decided that he will never wear a Red Sox cap in the Hall of Fame. Again, not his decision, but right. 
that I thought was sort of the the, the more headline defining calling other people bad human beings. Right. Yeah, uh, I know. Half the crap that comes out of Kurt Schilling's <laughs> mouth, and this might this might this might get me some hate mail from your from your listeners, but you know, half the crap that comes it. out of that guy's mouth. I, I don't want you going in with a Phillies hat on either, buddy. You go ahead, Arizona. You can have the hat on Kurt Schilling if he ever gets into the hall, which I think is a stretch. You know, looking back on his time here, I mean, what a horrible teammate. Terrible teammate. To sit there in the dugout with a towel over your head because you can't even. Can't watch. Can't bear to watch. You can't watch Mitch try to close out a game for you. Like, come on, man. That's not cool. Yeah, that was a dick move. Yeah. I don't know. He's not going to get in anyway, so I'm not really. No, he flaps his gums too much. Not worried about it. So, uh, re- remind me did 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 Doc Holliday go in as a as a as a uh, blind cap? A, oh, blind cap. I yeah. really, I really don't like the blind cap, man. Just it's not. I don't know. I feel like there should be a better way to do it. I mean, I like the way football does it. Football puts you in. You know, it's a bust. You know, you are you. You know, you are the Hall of Famer. That's why I think you should be able to pick your own hat. It like would be weird with have, them all wearing helmets. The, I mean, well, if, yeah, I guess that's true. You can't see their face. They're gorgeous. Well, I mean, faces. you 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 have them. You have the bust, you know, <laughs> of the of the athlete, and then you know you have on the plaque you list all of the teams they played for. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, sure. you know, everybody gets equal representation, and and the the dates sort of you know demark. Um, your your time there and then you know yeah. when, do we get, when do we get this announcement when do we find out who the inductees are going to be well i mean baseball is totally closed right i mean does this mean like it's all all of that stuff's delayed or is the hall of fame sort know. of it's, its own that's a good question gene that's a good question listen uh speaking of baseball i wish I there was be... an informed podcast to ask this question to uh maybe if tim's still <laughs> listening can you can you do a little research on that um one of the other things I want to bring up about uh, Major League Baseball, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see that Ken Rosenthal got got, oh, yeah. got canned today? I don't know if you guys are big MLB <laughs> Network watchers. I love the MLB Network. MLB Network, uh, uh, of course, is owned mostly, I think, you know, primarily by Major League Baseball. And yeah. um, this is sort of, and I know we didn't mention it because, uh, honestly, the whole story had sort of been kept quiet. Um, but from what I read today, it's Gene, sounds... your request has been denied. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> um, crap. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Ken Rosenthal apparently, uh, you know, since MLB is uh, owned uh, owns the M- Major League Baseball Network, uh, as the season was ramping up, you know, pre pan pre that sh- the shutdown in 2020, Ken Rosenthal got on the air and sort of had some colorful things to say about. Rob Manfred, who is the commissioner of baseball, and uh, then sort of was taken off the air, benched, suspended um, for about three months, um, you know, brought back just in time for the uh, Major League Baseball draft or free. It was brought back just in time for free agency. So, um, you know, where he's sort of really plugged in. So um, but I think this has sort of been the culmination of this sort of thing that I guess they they this clash between Rosenthal and, and Manfred. Um, so I guess, you know, what I wanted to ask you is, is do you guys think that we can trust now a network like the NFL network, the MLB network, NHL network, if clearly 
any of the reporters that are hired on there speak out against the league, they're just going to get fired. So, I mean, do you do you think that it's these guys should have journalistic sort of freedom to to critique the the you know the league, even though they're on a network that is, I mean, if it's if it's a fair criticism, um, I'm not saying just going on and being like Rob Manfred's feet are big and he smells weird. Like, I mean, obviously then maybe you get canned, but you know, if you go on there and have a legitimate criticism about the way the league's run, shouldn't you have some sort of protection as a journalist, you know, and not have your job at risk? Dave, you want to touch that one? So (laughs) here's the thing. Yeah. Much like everything else in this world, you shouldn't get all your information from one source. So if you're only getting your baseball news and information from the Baseball Network or MLB Network, eh, I mean, you're going to get the scores. You're going to get the highlights. I like watching MLB Network because I like the breakdowns. Um, I think they do a nice job with that. I always have, like, my kids watch it because they really break down the plays and, and um, you know, they show them, like, you know, why, th- you know, why guys do so. It's just – it's good for that. If you want, like, actual news about Major League Baseball, you should read The Athletic. You should, you know, watch other networks, watch ESPN, watch Fox. You know, Rosenthal writes for The Athletic. He He's he's going to be on Fox still. Um, you know, I I don't know. Not that worried about it. I understand the NFL network is, you know, has, a, has an agenda. The MLB network has an agenda. And you have to get your, you know, it's just like you can't just watch Fox News all day and get all your news from there, you know. Or at all. So Nico, if you say anything, if you say if you say anything negative about Dave, you, you will not be invited back to the podcast. Just so you know, I was just that's how that's how simple it is, though. You know, you got to know you you know your audience, but you also have to know you know whose wall. That's your also baby is, shit, though. Whose like... wall your microphone is plugged into? You know what I mean? Like if if you're a reporter for MLB Network and and you know Major League Baseball is sponsoring that content, and then you're gonna go and pleasantly critique it you know live stream there i mean you you have to be prepared for that type of that look type what of happened result. to bill simmons with uh with goodell and he got fired from espn yeah very go. similar situation you know but i appreciate those guys speaking out gotta have your opinion and, and, and no stop having a podcast i know that's a damn fact <laughs> Because we certainly would have been uh, stopped a, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Nico. So listen, uh, uh, go ahead, Gene. I'm, I'm, I'm in wrap-up mode. Go ahead. Okay, look, before we wrap up, I want I want to, to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's beer. Um, Troy Aikman, uh, two years in the process, has come out with uh, number eight beer, which is a, a light beer. Um, that you're going to be that's going to be available uh, in, Why are you in, telling me this? in stores because I did a little research and I found some other failed. At, well, and I'm assuming it's going to be a failure because anything that Troy Aikman touches, I feel like I should be a failure. You did research. I did a little research and I found some other beer and beverage um, brands that were promoted or, or you know set up by athletes. Some are from okay. Some are local athletes. Some are national athletes. Oh, lay them um, on me. No, I, no, I had to. You have I, some? No, I mean, I, oh, I had. I don't know I if you're taking our your yeah, camera. I, yeah, yeah, like I thought we were, I have to turn my maybe, camera off. Are you off just because... turning that fan on in the background? Because you're getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but uh, 
No, I have to turn my camera off because I, I well, no, I'll leave it on because I, I think I can see the notes. Hang on. You guys or can not. still see me, Sorry. right? You still see no, me? Question. No. Yeah, but that good. fan, did that fan come from the vet too <laughs> with the t-shirt? No, it came from Walmart. Or was that from RFK? All right, look. So I did some research, okay? So look these are what? Other, these are other failed brands. Okay. These are failed brands. Gene like had I his said. eyes closed while he was doing the research, <laughs> and this is what it came out. Local, local and national athletes, and these are some of their some of their brands of liquor and alcohol. I think you're all alcohol. Um, so this is a relatively new one. Uh, this one was called Gritty South Philly Mad Mandarin Orange Schnapps. Um, it didn't it didn't do well, so it was pulled from shelves. Okay. Um, <laughs> We had uh, Allen Iverson's after practice margarita mix. I don't know if you guys no. ever tried that. Oh, practice. No, Wait, what the, is it called? It was Allen after Iverson's practice. after practice margarita mix. Where? <laughs> then, then this one was okay. one. I, 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 I can't remember. even find this stuff on Twitter. I'm like I, trying to find these things. I remember I this one. Them. I remember this one. Uh, this one was from the from the mid '90s. It was Lenny Dykstra's Dude Juice. Oh, jeez. What was is that beer? I'm not sure what that was. That might have been one of those early energy drinks. It was just, just called. Like, uh, it was just called spit. Lenny Dykstra's Dude like Juice. Chomp. Yeah, Chomp. like spitting dip yeah. into a bottle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This here's one. This has sort of got um, Philadelphia ties, but this was a late in career move. I think. I think it was when they. We're trying to make some money because they were worried about some job security. This one was Buddy Ryan's Houston Five Finger Death Punch. Um, I think that was a local, regional, regional thing. Did we have that at the far side uh, in college? Uh, I think we had the recipe. I don't know. It's if we just had the Everclear actual... and now uh, like Hawaiian Punch, basically. And uh... yeah, yeah, basically. You know, I um, swear to God, Gene, if you did uh, like uh, fact or fiction with these, I, I would have gotten them all wrong. Yeah. Well, now, Gene, uh, is this list like exclusive to just cocktail releases? Or like, I, 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 I think Larry, up, I, I think Larry Boa came out with a lip balm a few years I, back that was that I, went I did, over pretty well. Yeah, that was a great stocking yeah. stuffer. Well, there here's one from the mid '80s. It was William Perry's lukewarm lager. Um, no, that's not a real thing. Which was sort of sad, considering he was called the refrigerator. Um, yeah. wait, wait, that's what it was called, lukewarm lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very. It was you know, Chicago's very close to Canada, and Canadians sometimes like warm beer. Um, this is one that I think that they had at uh, a Concha Hawken, um, uh, like one of those like micro brews. It was Tio's Driveway Double IPA. I like that one, yeah. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah. 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 Uh <laughs> driveway. This is one that was they were trying to push as a as a national, but more like a more like a line. It was more like a product line, less of just one drink. It was called Pat Summerall's The Usual. It was just gonna be on everything you could possibly drink. Pat yeah, Summerall's. And I think these the like usual. these breweries just like to slap a label on it that people want. Yeah. Like, I'll walk around with a Dallas Sucks beer. Yeah, like I don't care what it could be, natty like natty ice. In you there. could just I'll take just... the sponge from uh, from behind the the uh, the thing and just squeeze it into a glass. If it says Dallas sucks, I'll drink it. Yeah, I'll walk around with that bottle yeah. all night. Like I don't yeah. care. Here's here's a new one, uh, relatively recent. It's Ben Simmons no shot non alcoholic vodka. <laughs> I like that. 
That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> here's one. This is very popular, like basically everywhere except St. Louis. It's not popular in St. Louis, but it but it's popular everywhere else. It's called Joe Buck sucks whiskey sour mix. That's not fair. Joe Buck does not suck. He That's... doesn't suck, but his you know the ever changing color of his hair or the face <laughs> yeah. beard, the Sinbad to like dark face stubble. It constantly throws me off. But that yeah. is the most tired narrative. Is like we hate Joe Buck. I actually don't. Joe mind Buck Joe wants Buck. our team and to I lose. Do think, I do think Troy Aikman carved out a really nice, you know, NFL commenting career partnering with Joe Buck. Yeah. I, I, look, I don't. I. 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 I Chris Collinsworth games, is the fucking worst. Now you want to complain about someone? Yeah. Let's talk about Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. <laughs> they suck. Are they still doing games? Uh, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if, uh, if that is the is. worst, I'd rather listen to Mike quick and Merle Reese than, than those two. And you know how I feel about them. Yeah. Listen, did I, the, uh, one of the ones that another one, did I talk about the, the one, I think it was, this is one of the first drinks I had when I was drinking in high school was Bono's malt liquor. Did you, did I mention that one already? Like Bono's malt liquor. <laughs> like Bo Jackson. Yeah, well, I mean, what? Who else? Bo, who else? You play so, Edward Forty Hands Bono. with those jeans, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, uh, another local Philly one. I think this one was strictly in in South Philly bars in the seventies. Told you, he really did his research. It was. Yeah, it was seriously. It was, this list is extensive. It was Bernie Perron's Daddy Maker. Uh, yeah, Nico, he, you ever play a game of uh, Edward Forty Hands? I think he, we all played it together, didn't we? <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think, uh, Nico, you used to have the instead of forties, you would use like um, uh, kitchen mixing uh, mixing cups. I think that, <laughs> that did happen. That did the happen. issue is going to the bathroom. That's always the challenge. That's always the trick. You have to have help. Uh, yeah, but this gotta, is, here's my favorite. Here's my favorite. This is an obscure one. I think this was just in in, in New York and Green Bay. Uh, it was Brett Favre's Buttonfly Bourbon. Sort of Stop. a deep cut. Stop. Brett Favre's think about Buttonfly Bourbon. That probably tastes like gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no way. All right. So there you, you go. Got, that, are there any more, Gene? No, that was. No, you got that, your camera back on. Gene's back. That was, uh, that was what I could beyond. find. Yeah. All right. I, I, it'll come back eventually. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I could find. Um, uh, I hope you guys have appreciated my. That was extensive research. Gene. That was fun. That was exceptional. Yeah, I wish we had photog photographs though. Yeah, Look I should up. have. I should have looked up some lab labels. But um, Nico, do you uh, do you watch Cobra Kai? I, you know what, I just had this conversation alongside my wife with friends of ours who were like rattling off like TV shows that we needed to watch, okay. um, and Cobra Kai. We got like three episodes into the first series. Again, I'm probably going to lose some listeners or some vibes, but we just didn't buy it. We didn't buy it. We, we yeah, kind of no, we kind of checked we kind of checked out. But yeah, uh, you know, I get it. I'm I'm willing to give it another shot, and I know that the second season's coming out. So the fourth well, season, the, the fourth season just came out. So that just goes to show you how connected I even was to the. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I mean, but were you a huge fan of like the original Karate Kid movie? I guess is also. Yeah, of course I was. I'm oh a God, human being so up your with alley, a beating heart. <laughs> of course. He's a red-blooded you know American. Wife, do you know what we are rewatching though for the third time? The Wire. 
Oh, okay. Oh, Wire's great. Good. Yeah, greatest show on television. All right. Anyway, so, continue. So, Cobra Kai. Uh, you, you may, you may, you may, have, you may, you may have off next week, uh, Nico. G- uh, Gene, are we are we committed to doing this? I'm committed. Yeah, I am. All right, we're gonna committed. do. So I'm gonna you, finish season four by the weekend yeah. so that I can construct this. Okay. All right. So this is a, you know next week we're gonna do a field of sixty four Cobra Kai characters. Oh wow. On the show, because we're gonna have nothing. Like the Eagles are gonna play a meaningless game against the Cowboys. We'll talk about it a little bit, maybe preview playoff matchup a little bit. But we really want to get into Cobra because we, you know, we like to talk about the sports movies, sports, oh, tele- sports, sports pop culture, touchstones. Mm. Um, so we're gonna do Field of sixty four Cobra Kai characters uh, okay. and go through that. So that's gonna be fun. So it's gonna be riddled with spoilers. So. Yeah, if you haven't been caught yeah, up. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, maybe I, I best if you sit, sit that one week. out, take a take yeah. a take a breather. I, it's hard coming back. You know, it's like when you make a New Year's resolution to go to the gym. It's like you go one day. Yeah, and then you need like three you weeks need, till you're not sore anymore, like, and then you can really oh, dive God, deep dive back into it. But uh, yeah, uh, so that's going to be next week. Any New Year's resolutions from you two? Uh, oh, from Gene. Uh, my, I, I, you know, it's mine's sort of the the same one that I've 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 been having is to um, maintain all of my limbs. Okay, so That's so uh, what are we on? Like uh, year forty years of success. Uh, I mean, really, I've been making this resolution since two thousand and twelve when I found out that you know I was yeah. my body was putting those at risk. But right, um, right, right. Yeah, but no, we're we're good. Uh, you know, maintain all toes and all fingers okay. every year for as long as possible. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. have to avoid uh, overdoing it with sugar and staying out of gunfire. Those are the two things I mainly d- avoid. Okay. Gotta watch those triglycerides. Yes, and good. keep my hands and feet inside of the uh, the car at all at all times. Yep. All right, Nico, are you gonna finally give up smoking? <laughs> I actually I, I gave up smoking a long time ago. Um, yeah, well, my we used that one five, up already. So yeah, the last time that I ever gave up, the last time I ever, like yeah, it's like six years ago. But um, yeah, you know what? I didn't have a resolution this year, but it, last year's resolution was one that like resonated with a lot of people in my world, and they'll laugh at me now saying this, but I was I'm gonna talk less and listen more. Oh. See how that went over. Like a lead balloon, but uh, I tried. I tried. You got two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? I I think your resolution this year should be talk more uh, and louder. <laughs> talk more and louder, <laughs> Gene. I'm holding you to it. All right, good job, guys. Now I'll make yeah, mine the same. It's been the last like two years. Finish Earthbound for the the SNES. Um, all right, so we'll be back next Tuesday talking Cobra Kai. Um, and a little bit of Eagles, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, if you haven't done so already, uh, please remember to, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Potadelphia. If you have any more time in your podcast listening day, be sure to check out the whip around for all the week's weird news. Um, also check out the painted lines, uh, and the Philly sports Alliance, both on Facebook and on YouTube for your wall to wall Philly sports coverage. And until next week, have a great day at work, everybody. We are out of here.